Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth. May or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. Ding ba dong, you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the China Jedi Podcast, Episode Thirty. We are recording live from Huafa sixty-eight, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Sunday morning, not too late. Situated in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China, nestled sweetly between Hong Kong and Macau. That is correct. I'm your host, Chris <laughs> Chris J. Bradshaw. Yes, and uh, well, my co-host is the host of the special guest um, most today. Um, it, I've got to say that was. Uh, I feel like I was about to listen to some kind of news story or um, something like that. Very, uh, very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, or, or, or it sounded like one of those guys when they're introducing a boxing match and at one hundred forty-six right, yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but very nice. We love it when uh, we have a bit of passion at the beginning um, of the show. Well, there was a podcast way back in the day I used to listen to called The Totally Rad Show, and they always did an entry like that. So I was like, ooh, yeah, I'll pull some of that out. <laughs> Maybe we could do that more often. It's normally because we get the guests sure. uh, to introduce on, which apparently is, is really liked. Uh, but maybe we could just be more stupid than we are normally, and um, maybe people might like that. Anyway, it's all about reviews today. Um, well, it's not, but I'd like to make it a little bit reviewish. Oh, okay. Um, and I think, uh, based on a few things we've had from listeners recently, I think we need to review yourself. Oh, dear. Well, hmm. So, uh, first of all, special guest today, of course, now uh, involved uh, quite majorly uh, in the China Jedi team, is none other than... Uh, William. William, um, and of course I can hear the studio cat. <laughs> no, it's not meow William. Just, I don't meow, unfortunately. I'm just going to get that sorted. The researchers are just, uh, otherwise we're going to have a right nightmare, um, listeners. So, cats apart. Um, what's your surname? It's, uh, it's Lamonti, isn't it? Lamont, yeah. Not Lamonti. No, sorry. Where did no. I get Lamonti from? Uh, it's because that's also a common... Uh, surname that I've seen as well. Isn't it a brand of oranges as well? It it could well be. <laughs> the French La Montée. Well, I think William goes with orange. Oh yes. More than <laughs> William of Orange. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course, you've got a, a really long, um, you know, long middle name, haven't you? Miles. So <laughs> <laughs> William Miles Lamont. Yes. Did you hear the uh, <laughs> derision of my voice there? No. <laughs> no. Okay. And I do hope that you know, uh, as a co-host, that we go miles together. Oh, um, anyway, yeah. Mr. Lamont, marvelous. So first of all, tell us uh, where you're from um, exactly in the world. All right. I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. I moved to California, and then we quickly jumped ship back to New Zealand, where my mother was from. And I lived there for most of my life, and yeah. uh, now I live in China. And what part of New Zealand was that? Um, we lived mainly in Auckland, but I've lived um, I've lived in not meow. I've lived in Auckland and Rotorua in New Zealand. Yeah, I know it is that interesting. <laughs> I think I think she likes you. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's uh, some resonation there. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I, I mean, I've never been to New Zealand. I love to go. Of course, where they filmed Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. How sad of me to see New Zealand as that. And of course, the biggest producers of butter um, in the world, I do believe. That is, that is likely, but... Um, well, maybe it's export butter. Well, every aeroplane, apparently I've heard, hmm. 
here's another useless fact for me. Every um, butter that you get in an aeroplane is apparently from New Zealand. Really? They've got a deal, um, a butter monopoly. Wow. But- butteropoly? <laughs> butteropoly, yes. Um, but uh, we digress, do yes. we not? Um, so what was the reason that you came over to, to China? What brought you here and when? Okay, so I arrived in China about um, the first time in 2010, and um, this was uh, mainly due to get married. <laughs> I met my wife in New okay. Zealand, but we got married here in China, where her family's from. And so we visited them um, in their hometown, and then we came down to visit some other family in Zhuhai. And we saw that um, we were both interested in becoming teachers we were thinking of going back to school yeah but it really cemented that idea in our minds when we when we saw the availability of uh, teaching jobs down here at the time so yeah so we came back um after we changed our lives and then came here yeah so yes your wife's chinese Mm -hmm. you met her in new zealand Mm -hmm. uh where did you meet if you don't mind me asking uh, I'm one of those very modern people who met someone online. Oh, well, that actually, to be honest, we've had a lot of guests, uh, special guests, yeah. that, um, just in case you want to know what that <laughs> bell is, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's Will's earring that he has on his left ear. Um, it's nice you've put the ball and the yeah, ball and chain it's, on it's today. It's usually through my uh, upper eyelid. But, yes. yeah. <laughs> is that a Kiwi kind of thing, or is that... Uh, very much used to be, but I don't know if they do that much anymore. Okay. Um, no, but uh, going back to what were we talking about? Um, oh, yes. So you met online. Okay, marvellous. Mm-hmm. And that, that was in New Zealand. and then, But you didn't know that this would bring you all the way to Juhai, of course. That was... Uh, Not when we first no. met, no. no. Um, and, uh, of course, now you have a child, mm-hmm. uh, a boy, Grayson. Yes. He's four, right? Um, he's five, going on 15. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. A bit of a tumultuous sort of um tumultuous <laughs> he's he a lovely word i haven't heard that word for a while tumultuous <laughs> tumultuous little boy well he can be yeah his his emotions run the game up from mm. you know extremely happy to really upset so um he's he's a lot of fun yeah yeah it sounds a bit like my emotion my emotional <laughs> scale I'm, I'm i must be tumultuous um, as well hey big up tumultuity yes and butteropoly oh we're going back we're getting, getting, a bit, getting a bit oily here. Yeah. So, um, moving on then. Uh, so, he was born in China then? He's been raised... No, he was born in New Zealand. So, how long have you been here for? Uh, since two th- uh, 2014, sorry. Okay, so three years, yeah? Yeah. In, 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 nearly three years. Yeah. And uh, has it been what you cracked it up to be? You know, things are never as they seem. Uh, um, well, I studied... Uh, part of my degree was is studying um, China. And so, mm. I learned about it. Uh, as as you do in a university, you kind of learn about things, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have a, a knowledge of the day-to-day activities. So yeah. there was a little bit of a disconnect between those two. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely been a, a an interesting ride being here. Yeah, the ride is a good one. Mm. Yeah, we had a guy on here once. His name was Darren. He's addicted to roller coasters. So he loves, <laughs> that's why I think he loves China. He loves a good ride. Okay. Going up go. and yeah. down and up and down. And then waiting in line for a long, long time. <laughs> yes. Well, people cut in front of you. That's true. <laughs> God, imagine, yeah, being an addicted roller coaster junkie in China. Think of all the queues. Yeah. It's just because they're bad anyway where we're from, aren't yeah, they? Uh-huh. Imagine yeah. in the most populated place in the... Well, I don't know. Are they that... Or India, I guess. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> no one um, knows. Yeah. Um, are they that popular during the week here? I, I've never been to a to a theme park during the, the week. I, I just can't imagine that people would spend much time there. I, I mean, I, the junkies probably are there in the well, week, aren't they? I'll have to ask Darren. i have to get Darren okay. back on. Darren, if you're listening to this, please uh, send a message in and yeah. let us know. Call uh, in. <laughs> give, us a, give us a breakdown of the yeah. numbers, because I'm sure if anyone would know it, um, Darren would. Um, you can provide a, an infographic with interesting <laughs> yes. graphs as well. That'd be lovely. Yes, perfect for our listeners. Uh, okay, great. Well, so what do you actually do here, apart from um, obviously uh, messing around in podcasts? <laughs> well, um, I came over to work in um, in 2014. I had a job offer from uh, Young Wing School. I can 
see you're familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> what school was it again? Uh, should I do this again? Ewing, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I really liked the, the teaching philosophy that they espouse there, but not necessarily follow. Um, mm. So, yeah, that was a bit disappointing. Um, I, I, I stayed there for as long as I could. Uh, the thing is, is, I love teaching. I love interacting with the kids, um, but I don't necessarily like things being changed for no apparent reason. <laughs> So that's a little bit difficult to deal with. Yeah, yeah you know, that, that's that famous saying, if it ain't broken, don't mend it. Yes, yes. Um, but Define then, broken. <laughs> yeah, well, well, right, absolutely. Um, if it's going good and everything's, you know, there's no problems and you can yeah. see growth. And the shareholders are happy. Happy, yeah. Mm. What's the, the point in changing it? Mm. Uh, that's a very good question, because million dollar question. Uh, so in particular, uh, I mean... Naming no names, but any particular thing that comes up in your mind of things that probably should have just stayed the same, but nope, uh, it was changed. Oh, uh, well, not particularly. Um, so the, the, the little things that grind you down. Oh, it is. It is the little things. And then it's the big things that actually need to change that are not addressed. Mm. That, that kind of weighs on your shoulders after a while. So, yeah. So at the moment, I'm... I'm basically not employed but I, I unemployed do, yes unemployed in China so I do um, some consulting work yeah uh, when I can get it and then I I'm trying to get back into writing again I used yeah. to write a lot when I was younger and so I'm trying to do to go back into that again and do more writing so. yeah which is really interesting um, what particular kind of type of writing do you like to do when I was younger, my friend and I, um, we wrote a lot of science, well, not science fiction necessarily, um, a lot of just basically fantasy. It could have been science fiction or um, like world building yeah. for, for different things as well. Um, and we have this epic story that we're supposed to co-author together, but life gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> We've never actually gotten around to it. Um, one of us or the other will update each other every once in a while, every few years, and say, oh, I had this brilliant idea. <laughs> you know, it never actually comes uh, to fruition, but I'm trying to change that, trying to change that. Yeah. Yeah. What was the title of that book, or did it not have a title? No title, no, no. It was like a Wheel of Time style, you know, maybe he'll write 15 books and I'll write the other 25, or, <laughs> or you know, maybe it'll just be, yeah. Well, who knows? Unemployed. Perhaps unemployable mm, into creative expression. You're perfect for China Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, marvellous. Um, well, well, as always, it's lovely to have you on, um, indeed, as our special guest today. Um, and for the future, as, uh, as um, hosting with the most thing, mm -hmm. with Minimum 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 Ghosting. That makes any sense at all. Yeah, okay, so let's move on then. Uh, as it's Sunday morning, of course, I cannot but help ask you the Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. Sunday morning question of the week then, I am posing to you, oh, I don't know if you're going to like this one. Uh-oh. Ready? What's the rudest thing you've ever done? What's the rudest thing you've ever done? That's a naughty one from the researchers. On your say, I've got to think about it, I've got to answer it as well. Yeah. Okay, the rudest thing I've ever done... Because I'm thinking, I've got some rude stuff, but I'm thinking if it's so too rude to actually put on a podcast here, yeah. you've got to keep some kind of respect on the waves. True. I, I wish I was more interesting, though. Um, <laughs> well, you, you wish you were oh. more rude. Uh, okay, here. Um, when I was younger, I was visiting my grandfather with the family, and mm. I had been... Well, they were living in the United States, so... We were, we were visiting them there, and I'd been watching American television. Yeah. And of course, being about 11 years old, I'm picking up all sorts of interesting phrases that <laughs> get used. <clears throat> not, not quite uh, understanding the register that was, uh, I think is the technical term that we use, <laughs> the register that that's meant to be used at. And so I, I told my grandfather to get a life, <laughs> thinking I was being <laughs> rather amusing. And I wasn't really. And they were like, <gasps> and I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. So I think that's that's 
If I remember that to this day, yeah, I was going to say probably the rudest thing I've ever done. You remember it clearly, yeah. 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 Did did it meet with any physical contact? After no, this? no. <laughs> I think he just kind of got like a, a small tear in the corner of his eye and looked off into the middle distance, and the rest of them fell about like, "Oh, you can't say that." So get a life, <laughs> nice one. You remember what the program was that you were watching? <laughs> oh no, it probably wasn't even yeah. anything worth mentioning. Okay, marvellous. Well, I would like to just skip on to the next section, but I'm sure I'm going to have to say something here. My, I'll go with my immediate one that's come in my head as well, um, that I think should be acceptable. And I'll go back to when I was... Oh, how old was that? Oh, it's six forms. I was doing my A-levels in England, so I must have been 17, which is pretty sad, actually, what I'm about to tell you. Uh, so, um, I was in chemistry class at one of my A-levels, and there was a, um, a student in there. We were friends, not but, you know, close friends, but he was, uh, you would say that he was a, a good worker and would always get the top grades, um, would never really do anything of a naughty, rude nature. Whereas myself, yeah, I good good grades, but time and time again, as you do, you fall off the surfboard a little bit, <laughs> so express, um, to get reactions, to see, yeah, to learn. And so anyway, Chris, who was uh, the other student, came in one time, I won't tell you his surname, and he brought this new piece of technology in. It was amazing. I was fascinated. It was a fart machine. Oh. Yeah. So, but one of these kind of wireless fart machines. So what you could do Excellent. is you could stick this receiver under someone's chair or desk. And then you had a button, like three different types of fart noises mm. that you could control from at least 30 <laughs> meters away. So we did a little demo in chemistry class. Miss Anderson. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Yes. The... Uh, Miss Anderson, I'm sure you're not listening to this, but your chemistry classes were really boring. Um, <laughs> and uh, she went through some chalk, I can tell you. So we stuck one up by her desk and we did a little play with it and it worked brilliantly. She had no idea where it was coming from. She's like, kind of embarrassed to yeah. make a scene of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually probably thought it was her at the beginning. <laughs> what did I just do? <laughs> Because the thing is, with all these machines, if you do too much, it ruins it. Mm-hmm. You've got to come in kind of, you know, once every so-and-so, yeah? yeah? Make it natural. Sure. So I said to Chris, look, can I use it? And can we do it on a bigger scale? So we did the full uh, afternoon assembly uh, with the whole of the sixth form. So we're talking like 300 16 <laughs> to 18-year-olds, right, in this hall. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember Mr. Young, was it Dr. Young? He looked like Krang off of... Um, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And the headmaster was there. Lovely, Mr. Ludlow. Um, Dear Mr. Ludlow. Anyway, so they started and uh, I was at the back with some mates. and They didn't even know I had it. So it was real covert op. Only Chris Gibbs did. And oh, I've said a surname. He put the device under a girl's chair who was towards the front of the assembly. Now the girl was called, I know it so well, Camilla something or other. But she would never ever do anything. You know, she was really... Sweet girl. Mm. So she was the one that was going to be producing these noises. Yeah. So, of course, as the demo was going on, I was pressing it, I was going through the whole array of three different noises. There was a oh, squelchy dear. one. And yeah. a, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, and it was amazing to watch. I was at the side, the different teachers that were just kind of like, something's going on here. Right. And they'd stand up and look to see it. And no one knew where it was coming from. Sure. Let alone the girl whose seat it was under. Now, where I'm going with this, I did one massive mistake as any criminal does make before they get caught, I decided to press the fart machine during the prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the prayer is when we're all silent, listening to the headmaster, and of course, it was just the most brilliant noise. I'm sorry, that sounds absolutely worth it. (laughs) Okay, Logan, long story short... The assembly finished. There was obviously a massive inquiry. Uh, <laughs> oh, nothing man. had happened like this before of, imba- of such an embarrassing level. Uh, and what they did was they really stung me. So they said, look, if the people or the person or the group that's responsible for this do not come forward by the end of tomorrow, yeah. then every single person in this sixth form, all 300 plus people, will have to come back every day after school for at least half an hour. So Ouch. I think really... For the laugh that we had, we couldn't carry it on. So I said to Chris, you know, we need to go and own up. And we went and owned up. And uh, obviously uh, we were given punishment. And what was even most marvellous about this was the headmaster, Mr. Ludlow, I have a lot of respect for, a really good headmaster. He sent, he wrote a letter 
to my father. Mm. And it arrived in the post about a week later. Ooh. And this letter, like, you can imagine my dad reading it. My dad's really cool, so I, I you know, it's, it's not like I've done anything majorly. I mean, it was terribly disrespectful. Yeah. Anyone out there now who has a machine, you know, come on, just have fun with it, but just not a prayer. Not a prayer, yeah. Yeah. Um, however religious and religious you are. So anyway, the letter, I was, oh, Will, I really wish I had the letter. I framed it. It's in my, it's in England, in wow. my storage. Yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, I have to tell you about an incident. Dear Mr. Bradshaw, that your son was involved in last week. Um, he was caught making, uh, using a technological device that made uh, vulgar noises. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they never mentioned the word fart. Sure, of course. And, um, what was really lovely, it was uh, Christopher came forward and this incident will in no way take away the high regard that I have for him, um, which I thought was was really nice. So he kind of... That's kind of like a backhanded burn though, right? <laughs> well, no, I, listen, I was due a burn, right? Yeah, I mean, whatever okay. burn, I got off quite likely, I would say. Um, so it went, and of course, Chris, the other guy, uh, was always in the headmaster's office for uh, for top scores, and I think he went to Cambridge and right. stuff. So, oh. um, so we kind of needed something to round out of his, round out his character, anyway. So anyway, that was my, I think, possibly one of my ruse. I've had many, uh, but that one will go down because it was a bit funny <laughs> at the same time. So um, yeah, marvelous. Okay, well, fart machines apart. Let's move on to uh, guess who. We've got to remember. Guess who then? I've been told we took far too long. Well, I took far too long talking about how rude I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's get straight into this guess who, Will. Um, let's see if you can fare better than our previous guests. So our guess who was born on the 28th of February, 1989, mm. in Shanghai as a Pisces snake. Uh, to a father from Hong Kong, who's of half Chinese and half German descent and a Shanghainese mother. Her father ran a fashion business in Shanghai and she gained an interest in fashion as a child under her father's influence. She said in an interview, even though he sold more mature clothes, I loved going to his store and trying on new outfits, mixing and matching them. It was fun. I think that's how I developed a passion for fashion. Passion for fashion. She moved to Hong Kong when she was 13 and signed a modelling contract with Style International Management at the age of 14. That was the one you... Joined to, wasn't it? Star. <laughs> no. Um, I guess who is thus a famous Chinese actress, Will, uh, model and singer based in Hong Kong. She starred in many web series and in some Chinese and Hong Kong films too, but is best known for her performance in the film Mo Jin, The Lost Legend. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Recently, she made her debut in Hollywood with the film Hitman Agent 47. That sounds something I'd like to watch. <laughs> Chosen by Southern Metropolis Daily as one of the new four Dan actresses, she has won many awards for her modelling projects and films. Our guess who had been dating Chinese actor Huang Xiaoming, who is 11 years her senior for six years, but their relationship was not revealed to the public world until February 2014. On May the 27th, 2015, they obtained their marriage certificate in Qingdao, China, and their wedding banquet took place in Shanghai on October 2015, which was reported to be one of the most lavish in China's history, with an um, estimated uh, 31 million US dollars spent on it. That's, that's a little bit. A little bit less than our ones. Mm. Um, where did she get married, by the way? Where? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> shang Chu. I beg your pardon? <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't be so rude. Where's that? Um, it's in Henan province. Okay. So. Because that's where Shelley's originally from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So up, up north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good laugh. It was, it was, wow. Mm. Lots of fireworks? No. Ooh. No fireworks. Lots of baijiu. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> it, it, it always helps the occasion go well, doesn't it? It, it helps the occasion go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another part. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, where are we? Uh, oh, in the same month that she got married, oh, how terrible, she sued a Rayleigh clinic, or a Rayleigh clinic, if you pronounce that right, for, for $80,000. So, okay, she didn't coop back what she spent on her wedding. No, uh, just almost. a mere morsel of it. Um, for apparently, uh, this clinic referred to her as a recipient of plastic surgery. <gasps> yeah, an examination she underwent at a Beijing hospital concluded that her face showed no signs of prior surgical work. There you go. Oh. Oh. I guess they were using her to get more customers and yeah. yeah. 
Careful with what you say. In October 2016, they announced her pregnancy and she gave birth to their son, nicknamed Little Sponge, on the 17th of January 2017 at the Hong Kong Adventist Hospital in Happy Valley, Hong Kong. Happy, happy, happy. Famous quotes for our guess who. Well, it seems she's not had anything interesting or useful to say. Um, but her husband, uh, Huang Xiaoming, an actor, has previously attempted to spell the rumours, um, not of her actually never saying anything, Will, but surrounding um, if she'd ever had plastic surgery, by saying that she sometimes looks quite ugly. Hmm. And um, another from her husband, I'm not an idiot. I definitely can tell she hasn't had plastic surgery. Sometimes she doesn't put on makeup and she really looks like those ugly pictures of her, he said in a 2014 interview. This is some remarkable stuff you're giving me here, researchers. Mm. Will, what do you reckon? Well, I, I have seen the miraculous nature of, of makeup in China, so um, I guess I won't dispute that part, whether no. or not she's had plastic surgery. Um, and I think somebody showed me her picture recently because I remember seeing the movie poster for that Agent 47 or something Combat like that. Combat Hitman 46. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Definitely. something like that. And so I, 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 I can see her, the side of her face and the thing. And okay. I have no idea. I am so not up with popular culture. So this is like way out of my wheelhouse. I have no idea. It's interesting, though, uh, from a psychological perspective, every guest we have on, when they don't know what the hell it is, they always seem to say they can picture the person. So, you know, maybe in the next half an hour, that picture may become a <laughs> you know, physical reality of a, of a word. <laughs> we, can only do, we can only but see. Um, OK, so no idea, uh, although you can see her face. Yeah. Oh, dear. Let's move on, shall we, to <laughs> Dway but Dway. Cause this is just the way it's gonna be Correct, not correct then A Chinese man, Will Apparently sued his wife For being ugly A Chinese man apparently sued his wife For being ugly All connected, of course uh, I wonder if it was the guy's girl's husband <sighs> Huang Xiaoming yeah. Hmm Is this actually even possible? It sounds ridiculous I... I don't know the legal system here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what uh, about in the West? I mean, could you sue your wife for being ugly? I guess if you're prenup stated, don't don't ever be ugly. <laughs> Perhaps, or I don't know. But I I wish that didn't sound plausible. Yeah. I really I really have yeah. I really wish that that didn't sound absolutely like it was true. You're quite good at these, Dway but Dway. Even the cat's crying out here. Exactly. You're quite good normally at these dwebedways. Um You always seem to get the right... Well, that's 50-50, isn't it? So I don't know if mm. I can say that yeah. well. But what's your, what's your feeling on this? I mean, it, 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 if it is true, it's what is the world coming to? But then, what can yeah. we say? Say that many times, haven't we? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm just going to have to go with I think it's true this time, unfortunately. I, I, I want it to not be true. And why would you suggest it would be true? Not I'm trying to change your mind, but you're um, quite a sane person, aren't you? Yeah, so uh, let's see. I don't know if, if I've heard about this from, from someone mentioning it in uh, about public social media or yeah. it's possible, but I... I get the feeling that that would be something that you can do here. I mean, that, that sounds terrible, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess thinking about plastic surgery and... Okay, let's... let's so you think it's true, yeah? Yeah. Okay, here we go then. Dwey uh, Dwey for today. A Chinese man sued his wife, listeners, for being ugly. Will says true. The answer is it's true. Yeah, it is indeed true. And um, now I'm sad. <laughs> in, well, hear the story in a yeah. nutshell. After his wife gave birth to ugly-looking kids, the husband got suspicious and later found out that his wife lied to him about having undergone plastic surgery. He sued her and he actually won. There you go. So I guess similar in respect to the clinic that tried to say that that Guess who? It was obviously a, one of their recipients of their yeah. marvelous plastic surgery. She sued them. Yeah. Um, the world of plastic surgery obviously brings these um, law law uh, changes on us uh, upon us. 
Um, but yeah, take that. So imagine if you married your wife, because we do fall in love with beauty, don't we? It's one of the first things we do sure. fall in love with. Um, and then, of course, you do have kids and they're terribly ugly. And you finally find that you click the two together and realise that actually she was quite ugly before she had plastic surgery. And, and she lied. Um, I could see how a legal a lawyer could get on that and there could be a, a law for that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, for me, it's more worrying that somebody would lie about that sort of thing. Like, if you've had it done, all power to you, you know, go yeah. ahead, but don't don't lie about it. Yeah. Just go, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Look look what they did to my face. It's awesome. You know, own that shit. Don't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but, don't lie but, to your husband but, and then have ugly children. Like, yeah. Define ugly for me, but sure. <laughs> well, indeed. But, I mean, talking about owning that shit, yeah. I mean, maybe they, they want to own the new shit they got, but they never want to, they want to completely disown the old shit they had. So I, I, I guess, really, if someone goes to that length to change what they look like, they probably do never want anyone to know about it. I, I can kind of see both okay, sides. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, when it's marriage and, oh dear, well, there you go. Maybe they have to get the kids plastic surgerized. Can I use that word? Yes. Uh, can we not have plastic surgery on, on children, though, please? <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that probably does happen. Um, doesn't it? Well, yes. I know. I know that um, they fix imbalances in eyelids. Okay. Um, I know that there's like a, a genetic thing where one of the eyelids will be that double eyelid that they talk about that I still actually I can't see it, but and the other one will not be, and so they'll fix one of the eyelids to make them match. The hmm. so I understand that that happens at an early age, so that's fine. Double eyelids, yeah. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Works quite interesting. Um, but another day by day goes past and uh, you got it right, so uh, congratulations. Um, moving on, China Jedi topic time. Ting badong, you got it all right. Okie dokie then, let's delve into something topical to do with China. Um, well, this is nice, we have a question from someone outside of China today. Uh, question sent in from a Mr. Chris Peacock in London. And Mr. Chris Peacock asks, well, he says, I'm moving to Shanghai in March 2018. So congratulations on, on, on your idea to move to this fabulous country, side of the world. Mm-hmm. Lots of exciting things in store. And Chris asks, that's not me, of course. Uh, Chris Peacock asks, what things should I not say <laughs> or not do to a Chinese person? I'm moving to Shanghai in March 2018. What things should I not do? or not say to a Chinese person. Well, that's very nice of him to ask that. I guess when you're going to another place as different, I guess, as China is, mm. especially to London, yeah. um, it's good to kind of know some, maybe some cultural things to not kind of um, make a mess of, shall right. we say. Yeah. As all of us have done at some point, travelling around the world. Sure. Um, I, I, for me, wow. What to not say? I mean, aside from all of the things around um, the sensitive topics in in China, you know. The, oh, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, go on. Aside from those, sensitive. Uh, well, let's lay that down then. Sensitive topics. Could you go into we, them? Can we? Well, I think we can mention what okay. topics you shouldn't really talk about. All right. Well, um, I, I think probably what can... he should know, Chris, shouldn't he? We don't want to give him some advice, and sure. then suddenly he's at his first banquet in China, and he starts talking about. That cultural revolution that you guys had. Oh, about. yeah, okay. Well, well, we'll frame that under politics, shall yeah, we? Yeah, sure. Politics. Um, yeah, that's probably not a good one. Yeah. Um, politics and... Um, let's see. Do you have one? Yes. Spears with T. Ends in T. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh... Oh, <laughs> yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's just lay it down for Chris, because, yeah. you know, he's a busy man. He comes on this pod to learn stuff. He doesn't have to go and do more research. Tibet, um, yeah. of course, is, is another probably one not to, to talk too much about. Um, other than that, Will, have you actually done anything, you know, you've put yourself in a, in a bit of a mind before and uh, learned something from that here, or, or not, so to speak? That's the first thing I'm thinking here. Mm. thinking if I've done any... Well, just in day-to-day interactions... Um... Don't expect that your don't expect that your level of uh, cultural awareness about things that are right and things that are wrong will be shared by the people around you. Yeah. So, um, say I don't know if we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but I did mention it earlier. So lining up. 
um, I guess, especially coming from England, um, coming from New Zealand, lining up is such a huge Yeah, thing. queuing up, yeah. Queuing is just, there is an etiquette to it and everyone follows it. And it's just not the case here. No, absolutely not. Um, they're picking up on they're, different... They're, they're queueless. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Um, <laughs> for the most part, yes. I, I noticed that in some places they will um, they will try, and they and I've, I've noticed that especially the younger generation will try and mention to people, hey, um, can you line up, please, which is Piedway. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's a good that's a good one for today. There you go. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Don't make me look stupid, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's always interesting because I, I've noticed that it's it's like the offense that we feel at somebody pushing in front of us is actually just us being offended. Mm. It's not them trying to offend us. So you know we have to we have to make sure that obviously we're not being um, pushovers and and letting people just keep cutting in front because people will. Um, yeah, but mm. Sorry, dog. yeah, uh, but just to make sure that we don't necessarily be offended. Uh, and then take that out on that person. Maybe just go, okay, that happened, and then make sure you close any gaps that you've got in your line. <laughs> and use your elbows to great effect. I've, I've noticed elbows are good. <laughs> yeah, so you're condoning elbowing someone in the uh, at head. Least, at least just hands on hips. <laughs> hands on hips. And you just elbows. happen to say, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, so stretchy today. I'll just reach my hand up. Oh, I've pushed your face away. Okay, no, well, there's that. an don't interesting one for you, Mr. Peacock, if mm. you're here in. Now get your elbows moving. Do the chicken dance mm. if you're in a queue. Um, yeah, it touches on a thing, I think, in our last pod, we were talking about eating habits. Mm. So a lot of, the etiquette's a lot different here, right. isn't it? And the rules and the understanding of what's right and wrong. Okay, um, good stuff. A couple of things here. I mean, as always, they push in front of me certain things. I find some of these... Quite hilarious, actually. So one thing that you might want to look out for is um, business cards. If you're given a business card, and I think business cards are actually becoming a thing of the past, I noticed now, with everyone, yeah. you know, on phones and that. But apparently if someone gives you a business card, actually much like when I was in Japan, you, um, well, you don't write on it uh, right. in front of their faces, and you don't put it in the back of your pocket Definitely to sit on not. it. Because yeah. that suggests that you want to sit on them. <laughs> no, right. it, it says it was implied that you intend yes to sit on the other person. Right. Yeah. Well, just putting your their name on your bottom. I guess it's not the best option. Right. You know. So. Yeah, you can just, kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing there. So, so don't do that. Um, another one. Oh, drinks after drinks. Anyone? So apparently, you should never suggest in China an after din an after dinner tipple after eating a meal with Chinese friends or business colleagues. Yeah. Proposing postprandial alcohol is associated with getting killed shortly after. And no one wants that, right? It's better to get as much drink down you during the dinner itself, obviously. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when you're in most Chinese banquets, wow. everyone's pretty, I use the word rat ass. Yeah. By, by the end, no one really needs to go for a drink no. post-drink. I certainly haven't with China. No. Nah. Mm. Well, I guess that's something that, that at a banquet you never say that you like Chinese alcohol. They say that you're allergic to it. That that's the best bet to stop yourself having to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's just take the embarrassment hit. Just just you know, look at your feet and say, oh yeah, it's just I can't drink it. I'm not strong enough. Please, <laughs> please, I beg of you, just do that. Well, well, there you go. I mean, I actually quite like a bit of uh, Tom Fullery with the old by Joe, uh, the page stripper. Oh, uh, nothing like stripping your throat down. Uh, before adding a new layer. But of course, what we're saying there is don't ask them for drinks afterwards. Right. You probably won't need it anyway. Funny enough, just thinking about restaurants, chopsticks. Mm. I remember in Japan, never put the chopsticks sticking up in your food. Of course. I think it's very much the same here because mm. it means it symbolizes incense being stuck into a grave um, and, and burnt uh, right. in honor of the dead person. So mm. don't go doing that um, in, your, in your dinner times. Um, oh, presents. So if a Chinese person gives you a present, uh, never unwrap it in their presence. No matter how excited you are to find out what's in that iPhone-shaped box, imagine how hard it will be to disguise the disappointment on your face when you discover that it's actually a thick volume of fawny Tang Dynasty poetry and not the gadget of your dreams. The generous gift giver doesn't want to see that disappointment. Speak for yourself. I'll take, I'll take the poems. <laughs> No. And he's not joking. Uh, no, but that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm. If I give a present to someone, sure. a group of people, I don't really want them opening it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's becoming more normal. Yeah. Now, yeah. 
Just leave it. I mean, I would certainly not open a present unless it's goaded. You know, please open it. Please open it. Oh, then... sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, one thing. Uh, one thing that brings up something. If you're given money, it's okay to count it in front of the person. If they give you a packet of cash, huh? it's okay to count it and check it. That's that's not rude. Uh, that's something that I have to keep reminding myself. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, there. Money in China, the, especially cash money, it's it's quite easy to um, uh, to make a counterfeit, especially a hundred yuan note. Mm, um, yeah, very much. They've yeah. really cracked down on that. You really see less and less of that these days. But it's not taboo to count money that you're that you've been handed. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, to be honest, wherever I am, if someone gives me money, um, unless it's a friend, I'd I'd always count it because. People just right. don't seem to be on the ball anymore. Got too much going on in the world of our information. Sure. So it's always good to check your money. So don't feel rude in doing it uh, like Will does. Mm. Um, okay, very good, Will. Um, happy birthday, by the way. Here's a clock. Um, apparently, he's also uh, pretty rude. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Um, giving clocks as a gift is a huge no-no. Um, the relentless ticking, apparently, listeners, a way of the hours is thought to symbolise the inevitable march towards the grave and the afterlife, if, of course, you believe in that stuff. Also, the word for clock sounds like the word for end. Um, the act of offering a clock, song jong, sounds like being at someone's deathbed. Apparently, though, a wristwatch is fine. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Um, and with the chopstick thing, don't stick chopsticks in your eyes. I'm sure you can put a fork in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the handkerchief. Avoid giving handkerchiefs as gifts, too, because they're used to wipe away tears. Aww. That's never, a new one. Never, never offer your handkerchief to someone, if I ever would, to be honest. Do you carry a handkerchief? You look like a kind of chap that would carry a handkerchief. I used to. I knew it. <laughs> but only because I used to have be a chronic hay fever sufferer. But yes. Yeah, no. yes. Yeah. Better than just a normal tissue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets uh, everywhere. So in every day, would you have like seven, <laughs> one for every day of the week? Uh, uh, no. Well, is it, yeah, okay. Right. Sorry. Uh, marvellous. Uh, could, <laughs> could you switch that off? Um, anyone who's ever sat through a meeting will be familiar, oh yes, with regular interruptions from colleagues' mobile phones. Under no circumstances, apparently, Mr. Lamont, should you ask them to turn off their cells, no matter how irritating the ringtone, QQ trill, constant holding up of the agenda. It's seen as a loss of face. Oh, that's, that's a, loss of a your phone, whole podcast, couldn't we yeah. do that? Wow, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say tough shit on that one. <laughs> if you're in a meeting with me, I, if you have your phone out, I'm going to chuck it in the water. Like... <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. nothing absolutely yeah. more. No loss of face for you, mate. <laughs> loss of your phone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, the, the real will starts Sorry, to come through here. Oh, Marvellous. That's yeah. just rude. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, anyway, Mr. Peacock, you choose as you want on that one. Apparently, it's rude. Um, okay. And um, are you looking at me? You're looking at me? I mean, that seems to be quite rude anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway, apparently frowning is construed as meaning that you disagree. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so even if you are doing it in sympathy or agreement, that isn't what it looks like. Just, if you've ever seen a photo of me, that's just my resting <laughs> face. <laughs> yes. It's, it's come on a lot in the last few years mm. being in China. Mm. Um, I must say. Uh, and apparently staring all the time. Um, maintaining, <laughs> it says to avoid maintaining eye contact mm. um, on Chinese people for too long, as this is seen as threatening. Um, oh. I mean, I have to say, I mean, I see a lot of people staring at the fact that I'm a foreigner yes. a lot. And staring to the point where you could kind of put your hand uh -huh. in the way of their eyes. And I don't know if they'd notice. Nope. Transfixed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's actually, that's, um, that's a stealth hack there. You can <laughs> find people staring at you, stare right back. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, always uh, always adds to the yes, adds to the yes. Okay, so Mr. Peacock, you can take either my advice on that one or Will's advice. That's up to you. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Um, by the way, but I'm sure in China, very accepting of many things, um, it'll be absolutely fine. One thing that's just come to my mind: imagine if we flipped this. Um, you know, imagine if it was a list for for what things Chinese shouldn't do, um, the do's and don'ts. Uh, when you go mm. to the West, for example, England or, or you know, to New Zealand, um, that would be quite a sure. list, wouldn't it, as well? Yeah, I think um, the Chinese, unfortunately, had a, for quite some time a bad reputation of being uh, 
bad tourists. They they kind of beat the Americans there, which is yeah dubiously good or bad. I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, I think it's a big because big government made a big crackdown, didn't they, they on how did. to behave? Yeah, and and while that you know that's great that they want to um, to do that sort of thing, it, it's it was something that needed to happen. I I, I guess at the same time. Um, but yeah, I guess that's also that's all another another, another pod in a work, work in progress. I think yeah. there, Mister Lamont. Yeah. Um, okay, well, lovely. That's some. Uh, I hope you got something out of that, um, Chris Peacock. Let's move on to uh, Jingle Jangle John Wen. I wanted to make it real simple. Okay, then um, learn a bit of Chinese. Will you've been here for a bit now? Uh, how's Chinese? Terrible. Okay. Um, Bu hao. Um, yes. Let's just say, not good. Uh, you must have something, though, a nice phrase that you'd use, something that comes to your mind, uh, and could you explain the situation? I hope you have something that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's a good one. Um, if you are, I guess you can use it in different situations. I guess you could be talking to a friend and say it jokingly, or if somebody tries to run you over on a crosswalk, you can... <laughs> Scream okay. this at them. So it's a multifunctional, multifunctional yeah. phrase. We like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw eggs at them and scream it. So, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, you're crazy, basically. So, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you mean the Chinese? Yeah. Oh, okay. Them, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. okay. So, how do you say that? <laughs> well, I definitely know how to say that. New Fangla. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, this is one of my favourite words. I didn't know you used this a lot. So, um, yeah. So, ni ni fangla. Uh, so, ni ni third tone. Yeah, ni. So you, you, ni, and then of course we've got the the first tone, fung, mm-hmm. uh, which means of course crazy. Yeah, crazy. Uh, not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then la, obviously uh, the past participle. Sure. Uh, ni fung la, uh, you're crazy. But you could say, are you crazy? Mm. Um, ni fung la ma. Yeah? Correct. So ni fung la ma. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yes, I, I think there's nothing wrong. Uh, with being a bit crazy. Yeah, it's coming it? back to centre, that's the fun part. Yes, indeed. Marvellous. Okay, so one more time uh, with that one, please, Will. Ni fangla. Ni fangla. Very good. Let's get stuck in. Oh, this is going to be the last one. The great joke of Zhongguo. Great joke of Zhongguo then. As you know, listeners, um, I have decided to... Um, what's the word? Embargo is not the one. Nix. Nix? Um, what is it called? N-I-X. Oh, when uh, when I've, I've just had enough of something, I'm standing up for, for my greater human rights of our <laughs> listenership. Um, boycotting. Oh, there yes, you go. Yes, boycotting yeah. this. I've been told by the researchers we had, um, well, we had quite a long meeting, didn't we? There's a lot of deliberating <laughs> yes. going on. A lot of ni fung um, <laughs> yeah. And um, it's been uh, agreed that this will be the final, the last, the ever great joke of John Gore today. Hmm. Um, and something might fill its place. I we'll have to see. Yeah. Keep your ears open to that one. So let's see if they give me a, a final joke that will end in a, the spirit of the great joke of John Gore, how it should. Oh, wow. uh, oh it's a small one, so oh. that's probably not bad at all. It's called Serving Soldier. Ooh, here we go then. Anyway, I will say again, it's the last ever one, and I'm looking at the researches. I'm not doing this again. Episode 30 and out. Here we go. So, uh, Will, listeners, a soldier serving in Asia met this lovely Chinese girl in the park. Oh, here we go. Okay, uh, a soldier serving in Asia meets a lovely Chinese girl in the park. They ended up having dinner. Hmm. <laughs> and... That night, in the hotel, while having sex, the girl let out a very loud fart. <laughs> okay. I see how they linked oh, to the fart There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're in the hotel, the girl let out a very loud fart. Apologies, please, they're all listeners, especially ladies. Um, the soldier jumped out of the bed. Must have thought it was a bomb or something. Oh soldier jumped out of bed to get away from the odour. The embarrassed girl looked up at him and said, Oh, sorry, but front hole so happy, back hole must cheer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, service soldiers. So actually, well, I have to say, terrible joke, but I'm nearly, I'm in tears here. Uh, 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 not in the sadness of that being the final ever joke on Chinese Jedi, uh, but really, that's that. That was a good ending. Um, no more, no more jokes of John War. Let's swiftly move on um, with our tears and handkerchiefs to uh, Jedi Sith of the Week. Oh, we chat, waiting, we chat, waiting, we chat, waiting me. Oh, Jedi Sith of the Week, then. Um, Will, you want to go with the Jedi or the Sith first today, please? Uh, Guest. Let's, let's get the Sith out of the way, yeah? Yes, why not? Yes. Sithishness. Do you want to go first then, yeah? Um, Who's sure. Who's Sith then for this week? Well, recently, uh, China's <laughs> government has decided to completely shut down any Bitcoin um, exchanges within China. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really interesting because as far as I knew, China was home, or still is, I'm not too sure, to some of the biggest... Um, Bitcoin mining operations in the world, mm. uh, which is very interesting. So someone far smarter than me can tell me or tell us what's actually going on there. It's just very curious that let's let's mine a bunch of Bitcoin and then make it so that we cannot exchange it overseas, which is the whole point of Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, perhaps the, the Chinese traders can use other, other wallets mm. and, and exchanges, I guess. I'm not too sure, but that's... Yeah, that's really disappointing. The whole the whole purpose of that is to be more open and have less corruption, not the opposite. Interesting. I think that is a massive debate to have. Mm. Uh, very interesting. These cryptocurrencies, sure. Um, these uh, these uh, non physical uh, entities of value. Uh, actually, a good friend of mine was was writing an article on this the other day and uh, asking me for my thoughts before he sent it out. Mm. Um, and I. I didn't hear that story you just said, but yeah. I think I actually think it'd be quite good to do a pod on this kind of stuff at the moment because it really is something that's uh, you know it's gaining more traction. This idea yeah. of it's uh, good bitcoins to and mark stuff. the moment in time and, and just mm. yeah have a good chat. But I think either way, you were saying you know it's meant to actually decrease corruption. Mm. You see, I would agree, but I'd also disagree. I think there's another channel, if you flip it, where actually a lot more corruption and money can be embezzled um, away or out or in um, using that kind of trading system. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert on it, but um, I certainly, um, as someone uh, who would maybe look at investing in it, uh, someone that... Do you, have you invested in it? I, uh, I'm such an idiot. I, I've known about this from about 2010. You say but, you're an idiot, like, what, well, you should have done it. I mean, you... Yeah, because, like, I knew about it for so long when it was $100 a Bitcoin, you know, but there was no exchanges, no way for me to purchase it when I was living in New Zealand. So yeah. I kind of just went, ah, it's an interesting thing, I won't bother. And then it's just been steamrolling from there. Okay, so know. steamroll it. Well, let, let's just take the steamroll. Say you bought 10 Bitcoins, and now it's actually worth, say, 1,000 Bitcoins, but can you actually convert that 1,000 Bitcoins into real money? Uh, yes, you can. Oh, you can? Yeah, so that would be billions by, by today. That would be, if I had yeah. a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, that's not the purpose. It's not the purpose to go and then buy a, um, what do they call it, a five, um, oh, see, this is why we need smarter people than us to talk about wow. it. <laughs> a currency that's controlled by a government. Um, you don't necessarily want to take it out and then, or cash in on your Bitcoins. Because, mm. I mean, there are, there are, uh, there is online shopping where you can pay for Bitcoins now, you can pay for online services or SaaS services. Yes, okay. um, So, And it, you can also use them to trade with other cryptocurrencies. Um, and I believe you can even purchase Ripple, which is one of the only um, uh, controlled current, uh, cryptocurrencies at the moment. So you could necessarily, you could, yeah. You, it all sounds a bit too cryptic for me. Yeah, well, the more, the more interesting thing than actual currencies is the whole... Um, the development of these smart contracts where something is written in stone and the more times it gets um, oh, yeah we need someone smarter than us to talk about it but oh, you're, yeah. you're just completely unprepared aren't you on what yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about here Mr. well uh, there's a really good podcast I think Kevin Rose did a really decent podcast on this where he talked to somebody in the in the field um, also um, the two guys who invest they've got an investment podcast 
Yeah, invest like a boss. They did a really good um, sort of overview of cryptocurrency investment. Yeah, okay. Well, it's definitely, I think, a very interesting topic of discussion. I would say, though, one thing about Bitcoin that does just clearly come out of me when I think about that type of of, um, exchange is, you know, what happens if the electricity and the power goes out? Right. So you are pretty F-U-C-K-E-D, aren't you? Because, well, compare it to gold, for example. Okay, this is a sure. massive. I'm just saying, gold's always going to have value. Sure. Um, whether or not these digital currencies do mm. is another matter. I mean, they're very new. Gold mm-hmm. goes back millions yes. of years. Uh, that is another podcast. The researchers are electrocuting me with my little <laughs> under the table yeah. electrocutor. But interesting stuff there. So um, your SIF is the fact that it's been banned from being used here. Yeah. Well, exchanged. Okay. Yes. Right, interesting stuff there. Mm. Any um, bit experts want to come in on the pod and talk about that? Please, Ooh, yes, please, uh, please do. That'll be uh, very interesting, as I'm sure it would be for our listeners. Okay, um, my SIF is um, iTunes, um, iTunes review system. Um, so not actually iTunes, but the actual review system. Uh, it's just really difficult mm. to go onto iTunes and just write a review for a show like, for example, ours or any type of podcast. Right. It's not easy. And quite frankly, it should be easy to listen to people's views. Mm. Okay, doesn't have to be cryptic. Okay, um, let's move on then to uh, nicer, more positive things. Uh, Jedi, Jedi of the week. Right. Um, mm, let's see. I'm going to have to go with um, finally finding uh, my home on the internet. <laughs> I, I've been struggling with looking for a. Um, a place to, to put my blog. Um, mm. And so I finally decided on Squarespace. Okay. Because I needed a place where um, I was still in, in control of the content and then I can post it to somewhere else, say yeah. Medium. So if I was writing on Medium, they technically own all of that content even though I'm the author there. Oh, I see. They still I control see. all of that. So I've been doing a lot of research, you know, as I do. I mm. overthink things way too long and then... But finally, I found that Squarespace, which I used to use, is really good. So Okay, so you're on yeah. Squarespace yeah. Uh, for your um, blogging. Any mm-hmm. particular link to that or anything? What, oh, your... I was going to okay. use that as my plug. Oh, well, well, yeah. well don't, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, I've, um, I've pissed on your fire. Okay. <laughs> Did you say that in New Zealand? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. My, 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 my um, Jedi of the week is uh, a good friend of mine, Alex Jones, teacher at Dulwich School. Um, Alex Jones, that's not the conspiracy theorist guy that does infowars.com. Oh, although he's quite an interesting person. And <laughs> uh, no, it's Alex Jones from England, uh, living in Juhai, although he's off to Singapore soon um, uh, for um, pastures uh, new and green. Cool. I don't know if they have many green fields in Singapore. Hmm. Alex, you have to let us know about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, he very kindly donated his HSK Chinese books to me. Wow. Because um, I always love filling shelves with books and um yes this gives me uh thank you for giving me the um you know the knock to get on and do the hsk exam so i'll be getting on with those soon lovely um (laughs) cj plug time then come on let's Mm -hmm. plug if you enjoy listening to the china jedi podcast and want to get involved either by asking a question expressing your opinion good or bad light or dark or even appearing as a special guest then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. Okay, then, um, pluggies, plug, plug, plug time. Uh, what are we going to plug? You go first. Well, I think we know what you're going to plug, don't we? Yeah, just, <clears throat> so, um, my blog is yeah. emptyjacket.blog. So it's just one word, empty jacket, and then dot blog. Okay, E-M-P-T-Y... J-A-C-K-E-T. You can spell. Very good. Yeah, well, I don't know. Gold Maybe in New Zealand, jacket, you know, jacket, J-A-K-I-T. Jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, emptyjacket.com. Yes. And that's it. .blog. .blog. Ooh. Yes. I'm a fan of those silly... Uh, Cryptic. Yeah, ones. Well, you know. It so seems the, to be the rage these days. Okay, so it's emptytrousers.blog. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> emptytrousers.com. Please check it out. Will's... Empty jacket. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Emptyjacket.com. Yeah. And that's Will's um, Squarespace. Yes. Where you do lots of writing, so that'd be marvellous. Because you're getting back into that, aren't you? Which is great. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, excellent stuff. Do you pin podcast links up there as well? Um, I can, yeah. I'm, yeah, back them up, back them up. My researchers are telling me. Yes, okay. that is a possibility. Yeah. Get, get them on the space, fill yeah. the space. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, marvellous, thanks for that, Will. Uh, well, my plug is going to be um, review, review, review. Um, yes. We say this a lot of the time. I know I just said iTunes review system is a nightmare, but if you have an iTunes account, you listen to podcasts, uh, please click on, uh, search for China Jedi and click on the tab review and write a review however bad good or ordinary you think we are it really does help us uh, with our rankings that are you know i have to say positively growing and mm. um, we'd like to thank of course all the people listening now um for that and really well i think it's just about growing growing the community isn't it um yeah at this point please share what we say um that's sometimes useful mm-hmm. uh which probably isn't too much um <laughs> it's, in it's in there <laughs> Share, share completely useless information, uh, because one day, ladies and gentlemen, it might be useful. You never know. Um, yeah. Speaking of community, though, if you know of a way that makes it much easier to um, like and review podcast episodes, please let us know. Um, yeah. you find us on WeChat. Uh, there's a Facebook group. Where else can they find it? You got a Twitter account? Yeah, we got. We're on Twitter, Facebook, a Chime Jedi. Um, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on all the Android and the, right. the um, iOS uh, podcast directories. Sure. Um, you can send us an email mm. info at chinajedi.com. Even WeChat. We want to have a WeChat group, don't we? But that's of course yeah. more for the Chinese listenership, people in China. Yeah. Anything you can do, we want to hear from you. And I think actually we should do a show just on reviews. Okay. Yeah. The good, bad, and the ugly, we should call it. Nice. Yeah. Because there are some really fantastically rude ones out there. (laughs) (laughs) I love those, um, the the Amazon reviews that are just absolutely nutballs, like, (laughs) nutballs. I don't know what's going through there. Yes. Nutbar, like, um, Amazon reviews. So if you can do one of those for us, that would be awesome. We we can read it out. (laughs) Yeah, we can, actually. We will read it out, and if you want to leave your name or your pseudo name, Mm. your blogging name, empty Mm -hmm. trousers, whatever you want to call yourself... Um, then please do we'll be happy to um, we'll be happy to read out your nutballs yeah okay marvellous well um, let's get back into um, guess who we've got to remember guess who Will uh, you want an extra clue don't you yeah sure okay our guess who she's a girl a woman <clears throat> has invested in several businesses including a nail parlour a cafe with fellow Hong Kong actor Tony Lung Ka Fei and a lifestyle store. In 2015, Will, she set up her own venture, venture capital fund, AB Capital. She then bought shares in Chinese overseas purchasing e-commerce site Yamato and beverage brand Hey Juice. Oh. Yeah, good stuff. 2016, she entered the Hurun Philanthropy list. Didn't we all? <laughs> the youngest to be included is our guess who and she and her husband Huang Xiaoming donated 2.6 million dollars to a charity program initiated by Huang to help university graduates start a business or seek employment oh that's good yeah I like that good stuff mm. not just spending money on a lavish wedding yes. but putting it you know to to get kids into uh, into innovation and starting yeah. up businesses marvellous any idea who it is Will? no clue sorry okay yeah little guess off the tongue? No. No? Nutball? Yes. Okay. So Will's gone for nutball. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately not. I guess who for this week, listeners, is none other than Angela Youngwing. <laughs> yes, Angela Youngwing. That was the face that you saw, Will. Uh, otherwise known as Angela Baby. That's her stage that name. One. I could have guessed that one, but I thought I didn't realise that she was... Uh... Oh, you! No, oh, I should have just guessed that one. Angela Baby. Yeah. It's her stage name. Yeah. Um, so now you'll always know yeah. about Angela Baby. Angela Youngwing. Very good, marvellous. Um, how's it been today? It's been wet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. It has been wet. Actually, the weather is is terrible um, at the moment. But uh, I like a bit of British weather. Yeah. A bit, a bit of rain. Okay. Well, as always, we finish with the last Emperor song. An original piece of music from around the world. This one comes from a guy called Justin Spring, who's based in Shenzhen, and his song is called Rewind Master. Will, pleasure having you on, and I'm sure you're going to be on many more shows. Justin Spring, Rewind Master. This is China Jedi, people.
all you feel is misery Bottle up the pain and socks It hurts so bad when you cry I'm really sorry that you're going through an episode The up and down, the buffalo Escaping from the overload So take some time and try and read between the lines It's gonna be over real soon So wait a second, rewind to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.